This episode is brought to you by the Arvada Center because they're kicking off their summer concert series in June. Relax under the stars at the Arvada Center's outdoor amphitheater and take in acts like Melissa Etheridge, Big Richard, Tower of Power, Preservation Hall Jazz Band, The Spin Doctors, and so much more. Concerts are scheduled for June through September. You can find a whole schedule of events and get your tickets today at arvadacenter.org. That's arvadacenter.org. Today on CityCast Denver, the hottest food truck of last winter has become the hottest restaurant of the summer. And that's without a Michelin star. Thank you very much. At least not yet. Penelope Wong of Yuan Wonton has been too busy making dumplings that keep flying off the line. But we got a coveted reservation for her new brick and mortar in Park Hill. So today we're asking, which came first? The food truck or Denver's dumpling moment? Today is Monday, September 18th. I'm Paul Caroli, in for Bree Davies, and here's what Denver's talking about. All right, I'm here with uh, newsletter editor and resident foodie, Peyton Garcia. Hi, Paul. Hey. Um, and joining us today is the assistant food editor at 5280 Magazine and the author of my new favorite column, all about dumplings I can go eat today in Denver, Ethan Pan is here. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. So Ethan, let's start with dumplings because between your column and honestly my personal experience, dumplings are having a moment. What's your experience of that? Tell me about that. Uh, I first ideated this column like months ago mm -hmm. when there was sort of like a big hurrah, I would say, in like this spring and just like just dumpling restaurants were opening left and right downtown in the suburbs it was just like everywhere i was like what what's going on like there's there's something in the water and the people are using that water to make dumplings <laughs> um, well, do you think it was penelope wong's james beard nomination I, you know i mean that was big news for sure and also she's the chef behind you on wonton which yes. we'll talk about more in a, a minute super impressive um for at the time of being a food truck to get a james beard yeah. um, nom but um i don't know i mean i think that there's probably you know there's always a chinese cuisine is a very i mean a lot of these dumpling opens were chinese restaurants mm -hmm. and you know it's always been a classic and american dining scenes but i think more and more people are like we are ready to like we're ready to like invest in the dumplings we're ready to like build a concept around it we're ready to like and for so those are like businesses and then like consumers are ready for like you know more laborious more creative dumplings that might have a higher price tag but mm -hmm. are also probably worth it in the eating experience so mm -hmm. i think everyone's enjoying it hopefully are you enjoying it peyton <laughs> um yeah i mean honestly i didn't realize there was a dumpling moment happening oh until it was brought to my attention by you and then by ethan's column and then i was like oh is there a dumpling moment happening and then after i had a lovely dinner with ethan last night um i learned a lot about dumplings and the moment they are indeed having yeah here. what'd you learn i mean it's so much i i'll start with um the fact that i don't think i knew what a dumpling was. Would you have a definition? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why? Um, Why? I guess, uh, well, there is a very rough definition that Peyton and I got into generally. So in my first 
installment of my dumpling column for 5280. It was just, I, I included a definition from Miriam Webster, I'm pretty sure, that was just like boiled or steamed dough, like mm-hmm. a piece of dough. And that's super, super it's vague. A lot. <laughs> um, and um, so I would say like generally dumplings are like bite-sized-ish. They are filled-ish, but you can have like gnocchi and chicken and dumplings mm-hmm. and African like fufu and like a bunch of those things that are often called dumplings. Um, and those aren't filled. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can have dumplings that are oftentimes boiled or steamed. A lot of Chinese dumplings are like that. Um, but there's also like, you know, fried wontons and like frying, it doesn't not make it a dumpling anymore, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Peyton gave the great example of, or posed the question of like, is an empanada a dumpling? Oh, and I was like, good question. it kind of strays on all of those fronts. Seems of like, like- it's like fried or baked. And mm-hmm. then it's like, it is filled, but it's like kind of big. Um, but I I sort of, uh, I think it's a very equal opportunity term. Whoever wants it yeah. can have You're it. You're not trying to start any fights here. No, no. I like that. Gatekeeping dumpling is like not at all, I think, Well, let's helpful. talk about that, actually. <laughs> I want to talk about gatekeeping dumplings. <laughs> yes. Because, right. Peyton, let me introduce you into the dumpling craze. Okay. People are losing their minds. You know, it's not just me and Ethan. I found a comment on the Denver Food subreddit uh, from a user named rluker1980. I'd like to read it and hear your thoughts. Okay. This person writes, I can say with, they're talking about the on wonton food truck. They say, I can say with 80% confidence that a lot of her success is because of the behavioral psychology she strategically or unknowingly unleashed on her audience, parentheses, white people with disposable income looking for cultural food experiences in Denver, end parentheses. The pre-order system she unveiled created a big FOMO event. This created a big WOM, which I don't even know. And then social media, dot, dot, dot. This person goes on. It's a very long post. What do you think? Gee, I don't know. Oh, uh, I feel like I need a minute to digest that. <laughs> what do you I think? Mean, I have immediate thoughts. And my thoughts are the Redditor is kind of right, but also like not fair. I don't think any of these points are fair as criticism. Mm-hmm. I think they're fair as like recognition of her genius. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say Penelope's, like the, you're, you're, Penelope's, yeah. yes. And you know, the, the rest of the people involved and her whole team at Yuan Wonton. Uh, the pre-order system, I think, definitely created a sense of FOMO. It created a sense of FOMO with just me, in fact. Oh, my God. And I'd never actually even had it, had her dumplings at the food truck. I just tried it for the first time last night. Really? Yeah. yeah. So cool? because I was like, oh, boy, like, I don't want to go mean, through all of this. The food truck was hard to pin down, hard to get. And such a beautiful Instagram account. There is a very strong logistical reason for that. And, you know, making dumplings is a very, very labor intensive thing. And if you care at all about, you know, having a sense of like what your, you know, uh, demand is and also like, you know, timing your your like service so that it's like relatively manageable. Like I think what she had in place was very much also just a core to being able to conduct her business. To the point of like the audience, yeah. Um, okay, uh, like how do I put this? This is the the white people with the <laughs> income, in search, disposable, disposable income. income in search yeah. of. Okay, mm-hmm. first, I think that that is a uh, not something that um, most business owners are trying to do. It is something that those people that have the disposable income that are looking for those experiences place on businesses. Like usually, I, I mean. You can, I guess you could 
if you know somebody out there is probably like ooh yeah let's take advantage of them but i think most of the time it's like people in general have different curiosities about culinary experiences people with disposable incomes are more able to obtain those experiences and for sure penelope's cuisine is unique and very you know, eye-catching, but they're also eye-catching for me, you know, as somebody that's also an American-born Chinese person, I totally see where that identity is being manifest in her food, and that's also for me. That's not for where is it? white people. What do you think. see? <laughs> Will you share? What do you, what do you see in her food? Oh, I mean, it's like every single item, every dumpling she has is like slightly traditional, but also slightly untraditional. Yeah. I mean, you, we just, ha- we had that whole conversation mm-hmm. last night too, and some of the stuff that we were eating and oh, it was, it was cool. It was really cool to have that experience with Ethan. If everyone could go with Ethan, it would be. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was so <laughs> jealous. That, yeah. We only could get the one seat. Anyway, um, we're going to talk all about that experience you two had at the new restaurant where she has completely changed her model and is making dumplings faster than ever, I imagine. Uh, but that's after a quick break and a word from our sponsors. All right, and we're back. Uh, the new brick and mortar is from a interesting coalition of food trucks and a bakery. Yuan Wonton is perhaps the star, but fucking Rapidos is, is the partner. Um, another really hot food truck. And then the bakery is this sweets and sourdough. They've opened a concept I do not understand. You two ate there last night. Yeah. Tell me everything. And it's it's still a little bit confusing. So like I I looked for a website. I like read all of the media articles. And there's not a name. They're not they're not operating as one entity. It's it's a building that is housed it's an unnamed building housing three concepts that just are rotating. So Interesting. There's no name for it. So if you're in the mood for fucking Rapidos and just so everyone knows it's fu King Rapidos. Um, <laughs> Important to clarify. Yes. Thank you. Uh, if, so if you're in the mood for fucking Rapidos, you just, you go and you, it, they'll have their hours there. And then same thing with you on Wonton. They're not, yeah, they're not joint. But then they have certain nights of the week where they're doing collaboration menus. So some nights of the week, it's just you on Wonton. Some nights it's just fucking Rapidos, which is operating under a different name to eat by PKR. Um, and then... I think during the days it's sweet sweets and sourdoughs. They're they're doing their bakery stuff. Um, it's all it's very confusing, even as people who went. It's last such night. a high concept thing. I've never heard of anything like this before. I mean, maybe it's sort of like a food hall, like a, but it's without like, the, the it almost collaborating just feels like part. yeah, they're just sharing a space. Like they're just three businesses who support what the other per, the other is doing, and um, I don't know. Is is that the vibe you're getting? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, well, I also think that part of it is that Yuan Wonton is such a big sort of brand now that she's not just a dumpling maker, you know, and her, so you can also, I think this is actually maybe why I'm confused is because you can get Yuan Wonton in the morning, um, like in the mornings, and I think there might be dumplings, but there's also like a bunch of like breakfast items, like as traditional Chinese, like buns and stuff like that that are um really awesome to see also being available in in this area so i mean i it's it's confusing to me i think it's um you know we were showing like four menus yesterday every day is just like a 
<laughs> like a different adventure. Yeah. A different adventure. Whole, it's so yeah. much that they put into this. Yes. Yeah. So, for sure. I mean, that that's I that's a big thing I want to talk about. Because she went from a food truck where she was hand making dumplings by the thousand, as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. I've made them at home. I know how much work that is. <laughs> and I did a terrible job. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's doing a beautiful, immaculate job. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But now she's got this super high concept restaurant she's opening right now. Like this has got to be a pressure cooker. Like, what? What is your scent? Like, what was it? What was the vibe in there? She she seemed very calm, which was very impressive. This is her second week of service, which is, you know, I wouldn't say an easy one, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I and so you know, and you can follow her on Instagram and. You know, she has been sort of documenting day by day the whole th- process of opening, um, which has been very fun to see. Um, but you know, she used to. So we we at fifty two eighty we um we did a food truck uh, package, and I want to say March, mm-hmm. and we did like a week in a life with her. And I think if I remember correctly, in that story, it she used to spend Mondays and Tuesdays basically exclusively making dumplings, like folding dumplings, oh basically. God. And then like, if she had other things <laughs> on her menu, just got so like, wide. then she like does other stuff. But like, it was like, you know, it's such a, it's, I mean, it's just like a beast of a task. I mean, dedication. I, I like it's Paul like, have tried. Um, it's not easy. No. It's no. hard. Yeah. To, and they're so to get them beautiful, like this. Right, to and the then they're ugly. Like, yeah, yes. maybe maybe edible, but mine yeah. are hideous. And that's I, part of the fun. Is that yeah. they're they're so gosh darn pretty. Tell me about the food last night. Was it was it pretty? Was it delicious? Um, it was great. I thought it was fabulous. What did you think? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I um, I feel like I wish there was like you said this earlier. It was like I wish everyone ate with could go with Ethan. I wish I could go with everyone there and just like point at each item. <laughs> yeah, and it, no, give, it was so cool. Give my little brief on it because it's you know for people that don't grow up in a Chinese household, it could it could be hard to like notice some of the intricacies of like her her basically like hi- it's not even hybrid because it's like it's both at the same time. You know, yeah. we we as people that were born here, but our families didn't necessarily come from here like we always live with this like we're Chinese but we're not fully Chinese kind of feeling mm-hmm. and it's like every single item that she had is a little bit like that um give me your favorite tell you, me about your favorite you one. know what funnily enough though I do think that our favorite our favorite dumpling was the uh I believe it's like the collab with the fucking rapidos um it's it was the calcoid wontons those hmm. were really delicious mm-hmm. what's in there it was, I think, a chicken and chive. Yes. And then there was like oh. a more like calsoy-ish curry broth, coconut thing um, with like kind oh, of- Oh, it was so good. Uh, like common calsoy toppings. Um, juicy. What does that and... word mean? Calsoy? Ooh, I think it's just the name of the dish. Oh, okay. My mistake. Go on, go on. <laughs> what else? <laughs> um, I will also like, I had a very fun time eating. Um, I mean, the dumplings are all immaculate, very pretty. Um, the, I would say like a lot of the, like, t- she nails the technical points, like the doughs are made really well. The wontons are like, hold their shape, but are like very slippery and, you know, pleasant to eat. And I want to <laughs> add right there. I, when we arrived, so this whole, this whole episode is supposed to be about dumplings, right? This whole thing with Ethan is supposed to be dumplings. And we mm-hmm. arrived and I got there before Ethan and I looked at the menu and I saw one item that said dumpling. And I was like, oh, well, how are we going to do this? There's one <laughs> yeah. dumpling item here. Yeah. I thought she was known for her dumplings. 
And then I had this conversation before we placed our order with Ethan about what a dumpling is and how it's not it's not what you you think of when you it's not just pot stickers from PF Chang's, right? Mm-hmm. Which is how I think a lot of Americans think of dumplings, but these wontons. So when I say wonton, I think the deep fried crispy like crab rangoon sure. wontons, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. These wontons were cuz Ethan kept calling them dumplings and yeah. I was like that they're not dumplings though, they're wontons and he mm-hmm. was like no no, they're dumplings. And then when they came out they very much look and feel and taste like they they were dumplings. I don't know. It was just an interesting experience for me because they weren't what I what I thought a wonton was. Yeah. And same with the bao bun. We ordered yeah. the bao bun, and you think of a bao bun as the open face sandwich yeah. thing, but it wasn't. It was a dumpling. Well, I also <laughs> think that this gets into like this very complicated mixture of like language and like so uh, for the wontons, I call them hundun. That's how I called them growing up they're always soupy crab mm. rangoons are like nowhere out like it's kind of just like a crazy idea that somebody that like had at some point but like isn't would not be i don't i don't like the word authenticity but like it is also like whoa you're talking about the deep fried like crab rangoons deep fried wontons is like a the- very um i would say not common thing that you'll see in china i'll say that i understand yeah an american um, chinese perhaps classic. though actually i feel like there's a history about that that's actually very interesting I, that, i'm sure there is and i would like to know it but um I'll, uh, do some but I'll put it in the newsletter the the wontons that were there you know they look pretty similar to wontons but they're just like yeah they're usually soupy or soupy to an extent, I guess. And then, so what she was referring to with the bao buns, I was also kind of confused because the word bao in Chinese means like 50 million things that can refer to like 50 million dishes depending on what little word you tack on to the front or end of it. And so I thought, you know, it was going to be that one that you fold in half that you often find like, I don't know, pork belly or something mm-hmm. else inside. Um, but it's actually what I would consider a much more commonplace thing that you find in China and Chinese households, which is, I call them baozi, which is like, it's like a, it looks like a dumpling that just got like a yeasted, like like a fluffier wrapping. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so, and I, I told Peyton like that, like when I bit into it, I was like, oh, this tastes like Chinese food. Like this tastes like a Chinese of that like I grew up eating but there's still a little twist like she put a quail egg in there and I was like I've never seen that and like you know so she everything is like it's that mix of like traditional and also this sort of um, American born Chinese identity that she holds. I think no matter what when you go in you're going to be surprised you're going to be surprised by what's on the menu because it's always changing (laughs) yeah and then you're going to be surprised by what you order if I hadn't had Ethan there I think I would have I mean, I was surprised that I did have Ethan there, but um, but it's it's going to be a good, pleasant surprise no matter what. It was a delicious yeah. surprise no matter which way you delicious flipped it. Delicious surprise. It was good. There that's was a, nothing I disliked. That's a very good way to describe the restaurant. Um, I, I want to wrap us up with a, a tough question that I think is maybe going to drive the, the Redditors a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. This concept is so ambitious and it seems so involved. Can it possibly last? I hope so. I don't see why not. I think um, there's so many aspects of a business that most of us are completely not privy to. You know, um, we see the pre-orders and we see the the ordering side of it, but there's the margins out in the back and the labor 
and the ingredients and all of that. And if they can figure that out and keep the sort of quality up, I think of course it'll last. Um, but um, I kind of think it's not our place to speculate. It's our place <laughs> to go if we want. You know, we these these people are offering us a service. We choose to spend the money to go or not go. And I would say, don't yell at someone online and be mean just because you feel like you paid two extra dollars for something that you like didn't love. I don't know. Was, but I hope them the best because I I think that they also are really fabulous people and deserve yeah. all the best. I like that. I wanted I want to just ditto what he said. I love what <laughs> you just perfect. said. Perfect. That yeah. was beautiful. You you put it so nicely there, Ethan. Um. All right. Well, one last thing before I let you two go. The dumplings at other places are good too. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's part of the fun is trying all different ones. So I thought we might all share a recommendation of a favorite dumpling around Denver. Um, who, who wants to start? I'll, I'll start because um, I feel like my answers are going to be infuriatingly vague. <laughs> um, I, I will say I've been on the search for a really good dumpling for a while now. Mm -hmm. um, a Seat Serve does fine dumplings. Mm -hmm. They do good. This they're is fine. the ping pong place yeah. on mm -hmm. 17th. Yeah. yeah, they're fine. Um, I have had good dumplings uh, at Cholon. Um, Lonesomeness yeah. spot. That said, um, he has a, a concept called Yum Cha that is branded as a dumpling house. And I went there when it first opened. Was pretty unimpressed. Ooh. Didn't like it. I thought Ooh. it was a big miss, um, unfortunately. And I'm, I'm a fan of Lon's. So... Those are my <laughs> recommendations for okay dumplings. Um, I will say I've been on on a search for a good dumpling since, gosh, a few years ago. I want to say 2019. So Steve Redzikowski, he's the chef up at Oak at 14th in Boulder. Mm. Um, he was on Beat Bobby Flay, mm. and he was going against his brother, Brian Redzikowski, who's a chef, I think, in California or somewhere else, somewhere not here. And he was doing dim sum as the thing that he was going to uh -huh. go against Bobby Flay with. Sorry, this is long winded. No, this is but great. We go, we go. So there they had, they had a big um, viewing party, which actually we didn't end up viewing because Food Network pushed the show. So it just ended up being a party without a viewing. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong but with that. he um, decided to make dim sum, a dim sum party in honor of, of the dim sum that he, you know, bought Bobby Flay with, which <laughs> so you didn't get to see him. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, and anyways, he made some dumplings at that dim sum party that were just okay. phenomenal. Okay. And I'm a big yes. fan of Oak um, and Steve Redzikowski. He's great. Uh, he did some pork dumplings and they had a rotisserie chicken soup dumpling. I think actually Chase Devitt from Brighter is the one who made the soup dumpling. All that to say, you can't get those dumplings anywhere. It's just a very fond memory that has sent me on this chase looking wow. for good dumplings. Wow. Thanks. Thanks, Peyton. So, wow. There's Great. my answer. Love, love that. Love well, that. If, if Oak at 14th ever puts dumplings yes, on the menu, you I guess, you know, yes. make, make the trip. Make exactly. The trip. Exactly. So maybe I'll do a quick one. I, I have uh, J.W. Lee is this restaurateur who's, who's got a lot of spots in Aurora, which is just a great culinary landscape to explore. Um, I've enjoyed doing that. His uh, dumpling shop, Soul Mandu, mm -hmm. it's the more like yeasty, bready kind that you were yeah. describing. They're big. They're very big. They're very big. Um, but they have a vegetarian one that I thought was just just fantastic. Very filling. Um what do, you, what do you think about Soul Man Do? I mean, mean, I haven't been there, so I, okay. I should go. I mean, I, I know JW, and um, he's uh, prolific, I would say, is the word. He certainly is. He has, wow. I think, like 25, 26 concepts across like, the like, Denver slash Aurora. What's the other slash, stuff he does? 
I mean, he had so there's a Korean chicken place. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, there's just so many. It's like uh, he has a pocha, which is like this sort of like pubish concept. He has tofu story. He has coffee story. I believe he Mm -hmm. has like uh, yeah, Korean barbecue. He has is that dagi dagi. Don't maybe. I mean, he has a Korean barbecue hot pot. Um, Mm. He just opened Lizakaya. Like it's like a. It's okay. very prolific. That's I the digress. way. Um, but um, yes, for sure. Though I will say, I don't think it's quite as fluffy as the thing that I was talking about. Which is really okay. It's like well, I'm interested in that. It's even like more bread. Now. You have to think about it. It's like these balls are like basically bread with filling, huh. which is like, and you don't boil them. Like you, you just steam them and they go, which it I love. Delicious. Yes. It's like a savory marshmallow. Kind of. Love that. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hit us with your recs. I digress. Hit us um, with your rec. My recs. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you with like a couple of like cute like Chinese dumplings like straight at the hip. Brian Dumpling House in Greenwood Village has um, a um, the, just their normal pork dumplings. I actually really like just the normal pork dumplings, not the soup dumplings, not the whatever, like those ones are quite good. And also I, though they have a very fun, like multicolored soup dumpling thing that like, you probably won't like every flavor, but you will probably like a majority of the flavors because there's like eight of them. Okay, okay. I also really like yummy dumpling that's in like the Northern suburbs. Um, They're fun. They have like some like really funky ingredients or, or, items but their chili oil wontons are are pretty good and like you know they hit when i ate them and i i'm gonna i love this to pain last night and i will love this to uh listeners um expand your definition of a dumpling get a pierogi from easy vegan Ooh. they're so good i've seen them at farmer's markets yes like i live right by city park farmer's market it's they're there every saturday and it is like they make pierogies right. I don't. I'm not an expert on pierogies, but if they're doing something right, they're, those it. dumplings are are really giving me it. You're an expert everything. on delicious food, and it gets your <laughs> stamp of approval. Yes, very <laughs> much right. so. Okay, wow. Um, I am so excited to to just try out more of these spots. Yeah. Thank you two so much for, uh, well, I guess, going out to a nice dinner without me, and uh, <laughs> and then joining me this morning. Appreciate appreciate your time. Thanks. Um. Yeah. Thank I. You. I Read read Ethan's column. It's oh. it's it'll change everything you know about dumplings. That's I just have to nice. throw that in there. <laughs> it's it's great. Keep up with it. And here's what else Denverites are talking about: plant-based protein. Okay, they're not actually talking about it that much. I'm just still thinking about it. On last Friday's show, I brought up the Thornton-based company Meaty and its sort of chicken mega factory that supplies Whole Foods and Bird Call. I talked about their tremendous growth and new venture capital backing, despite the rest of the industry flatlining. But now, according to Business Den, those venture capitalists are apparently ready to see some profit. Meaty is reportedly laying off roughly 30 people. So I'm left to wonder, will any of these plant-based protein companies be able to survive now that the fad is passed? It's a make-or-break moment for this new industry. I'll let you know more as soon as I have answers. And finally, consider becoming a founding member of CityCast Denver today. You can support the hard work we do every day, bringing you an engaging and useful podcast, and get ad-free episodes, all for as little as $8 a month. Check it out at membership.citycast.fm. 
That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell Penelope Wong or whoever takes reservations over there about us, rate the show wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey Denver, at denver.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you then. Oh, I ran out of breath. Whole Foods and Bird Call?